I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to one and to all. Welcome to another edition of the After the Storm podcast, a Christmas special edition. One that I am inspired to make because times Christmas, although often correlated with joy and positivity and good togetherness, can oftentimes also be a very sad time of the year for a lot of people. Now, growing up as a kid, I never imagined that Christmas could ever be correlated with sadness. I was always excited to wake up on Christmas Day, open my presents, and then to gift things to to people that I love and to see the reactions on their faces. And although that's that part still remains true, definitely through the past couple of years, I think a little bit, you know, as you get older, you start to realize that the Christmas blues are a real thing. And for whatever reason it may be that it's hitting you, it just comes along. And there is a direct correlation with, uh, you know, your family situation, your background, where you are in your life, and just what kind of level of joy and happiness Christmas does bring to you. So along with that, because I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to have this be a completely somber episode. I also am going to bring up some of my favorite Christmas songs, maybe a little top 10 list and maybe a couple songs that we can just completely remove in general that I just I don't I don't really get the appeal of but that's neither here nor there today's episode Christmas blues a blue Christmas whatever you want to call it but we're gonna get right into this one so for those of you that don't know my name is Eddie and I will be your host and guide through the after the storm podcast so feel free to sit back relax drink a little bit of eggnog Maybe turn some Christmas music on after this too, as I take you down this journey of life, self-acknowledgement, and of course, Christmas music. Starting off the list with a personal favorite, a classic, as always, Jose Feliciano, Feliz Navidad. How, as a Hispanic, as a Latino, could I not include uh, our claim to fame when it comes to Spanish music, or sorry, to Christmas music? Uh, just great song overall, fun chorus. You get to sing out loud. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas, you know, just blow broken English there. And it's just a great, great song. Uh, and one of my favorites to play during the holidays. So, uh, here's Jose Feliciano. Uh, Feliz Navidad. Hope you guys enjoy. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad
getting right into the topic of the holiday blues, blue Christmas, whatever you may call it, there are a lot of reasons why one may find himself in a situation where Christmas just isn't hitting the same for them and actually uh, brings up a lot of uneasy and uh, less than satisfying feelings. Uh, among them, it could be things like not being able to make it home for the holidays if you've moved away and not being able to see your loved ones. Another one may be that you are in a rough financial situation and uh, maybe you don't have the funds to be able to afford to go home or to buy those gifts that you want to you know, buy your, your loved ones. Um, or it may just be something that, uh, you know, from, from the past that maybe you don't have a tight relationship with your family and, you know, the holidays, seeing everyone else, all your friends celebrating with their families and feeling like you don't have that same kind of, uh, feeling or, or, or opportunity, uh, that may also trigger a lot of, uh, tough, uh, situations and, and tough, uh, feelings. Uh, so the holidays could definitely be a, a difficult time. Um, and I always say to not compare yourselves to others, but especially if you're on social media during this time of the year and you're just seeing these massive families getting getting together for like Noche Buena and uh, opening presents and also like getting engaged. People love getting engaged on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day uh, and then feeling like you don't have access to those same kinds of uh, nights and opportunities and all that. It could be a very difficult time. Uh, personally speaking, I have a, a bit of a smaller family. I have a large family, but I wouldn't really say that it's that we all get together. So, um, sometimes seeing images, videos of like these massive families coming together, everyone travels down, meets up in one location. There's, you know, somebody's making cerdo and there's just a bunch of food and, um, everyone has gifts for each other that uh, sometimes I look at that and I'm a little envious of that as well but obviously you know I'm very happy for those people who get to enjoy those moments um, being from a smaller family you know Christmas and the holidays in general Thanksgiving and all that um, while it is still made a big deal out of of course Christmas tree Christmas decorations and all that my my family loves Christmas uh, it still is sometimes very inconsistent in like how many people we have uh, together for the holidays. So that's something that I've always grown up with, um, for a long time. And, you know, something that I've struggled with at sometimes because Christmas has always been my favorite holiday. But I think the older I've gotten, the more difficult it's become to really get into that Christmas spirit and, uh, avoid those Christmas blues or, or, or what, you know, whatnot. So here we are again in 2023 and uh, I told myself at the beginning of the month that I'm going to try my best to try to get myself in the holiday spirit whether it was by playing Christmas music or watching a bunch of Christmas movies uh, or just uh, doing my shopping early and just uh, surrounding myself with as much Christmas content as possible yeah here we are five days at the time of this recording is December 20th here we are five days away from Christmas and I still don't think I'm in the Christmas spirit yet. Uh, and I'm trying to get there. Maybe this episode is definitely trying to kickstart that a little bit. And so I'm sure that there are people out there who maybe feel the same. And I think I, probably when I turned 25, 26 is when I first started experiencing this bit of uh, holiday blues. And I started seeing some of the um, the negative feelings that would consistently pop up during this time of the year that I was 
so trying desperately trying to avoid and uh and and there's just a lot of reasons for it the covid was a big year too it was hard to for a lot of us where we were going to be able to get together with our families uh and you know it just felt very different at the time and now here we are again uh 2023 things are a lot better and uh trying to avoid those holiday blues but as i've talked to people around me some people in my circle some people in my you know more extended circle i have noticed that consistently there's this is whether it's because of the holiday christmas blues or maybe it's a combination of this with like daylight savings and it being dark all the time and the direct correlation that that has with your mental health is just going outside and it getting dark so early maybe those combinations of things and of course with the unique details of what's going on in individuals lives um there are a lot of people that I've spoken to that are kind of going through a funk through a uh maybe not depressive state but some kind of just irregularities in in so what their normal per- personality and persona would be and you know the timing the holiday blues it 100% could have something to do with it so you know it it's difficult to to combat it uh once you're in it you know it, especially because the timing of this holiday is at the end of the year and the end of the year often brings us to a moment where we decide to have a little perspective on the year that was i think that oftentimes early in the year you have a lot of uh aspirations there's a lot of optimism for the year to come the changes that you can make as a person in your career uh health-wise all these things financially and then in the middle months you know the june july's all that the summer months you're kind of just in the mix of things and uh, things are moving very fast but you're not really sitting down to to look at the year that was because you're only halfway through and you still have optimism for the second half of the year. But then once you get to like November and December, now is a time where you really sit down with yourself and uh start to to think and process about the year that was. And you start to question whether you're happy with uh the progress you made as a person. Sometimes you are, sometimes you're not. And then it's again, it all gets jumbled up. So now you're looking back at the year that was maybe not satisfied with the results and then comparing that uh, sorry and and then combining that with the holiday blues and you know being sad and with daylight savings and this could just turn into this entire clusterfuck of things that are just weighing you down and bringing your emotions uh down as well with you so it's difficult it, and you know we all kind of go through it and from one day to another you just wake up one day and all of a sudden you're feeling a little bit off and there are a lot of ways to combat that but before we get into that let's get back into another one of these songs uh we started off with Jose Feliciano with Feliz Navidad but at number 9 and i guess this is an impromptu uh top 10 list that and if i miss songs guys which i definitely am because there's a million christmas songs and no i'm not going to do the bubles and the john legends and you know the the modern uh tracks i'm going to do the classics okay the old school classics the ogs um and then you guys can argue amongst yourselves what rendition of which song is the best cuz i'm sure there's a lot of great ones out there um but i guess we are doing an impromptu list here so at number 9 we're going to go here with another one of my personal favorites and it's because I grew up such a hip hop head and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people 
out there who have their reservations about this choice. But hey, it's my fucking, it's my choice. It's my, my top 10 list. And so at number nine, I'm going to go with uh, the boys from, from New York, Run DMC, Christmas and Hollis. It's just one that gets me, gets the people going. It's provocative. It's not really provocative, but you know, I just like the sound, the combination of hip hop with Christmas music. And it just gets me really festive. So uh, run DMC, Christmas and Hollis, number nine on the list. Getting right back into it. So depression and these feelings of feeling stuck and and sinking, oftentimes you don't even realize you're in it until you're well, well in it. It takes a couple of days to realize it because anyone can have a bad day. But when you have a stretch of bad days, and that may be the indicator that you are going through a uh, period of depression or just a seasonal funk. And believe it or not, seasonal depression is actually a lot more common than you may think of it. Actually, approximately 14% of Americans experience the winter blues at one point. And there are a lot of reasons why this may be. I already covered a couple of them before, but one of them too is now is, you know, and of course I'm speaking to my demographic here. Now, as we're getting older, there's more responsibility on our end to be able to come through on these holidays. And this is a challenging and demanding time because there's a bunch of family get togethers for, you know, whether it's Thanksgiving and you have to invite everybody over and have the family together and cook. Or if you're, you know, hosting Christmas or New Year's parties, it's just like a lot of planning that goes into it. And while some people live for that kind of stuff, it can also be very, very difficult for others who maybe don't have that kind of time or maybe don't have the funds to be able to put together something that they are satisfied with. So if you're feeling, you know, these feelings of depression, of stress, you definitely are not alone. And there are a lot of people who can definitely feel what you feel at the time. So listen, if you find yourself in a situation where you just don't have the energy to do things anymore, if you feel like every day is dragging, and believe me, this period of the year is an easy time for us to drag and to just kind of coast our way to the finish line of the year, which is difficult because what do you always hear when you're growing up? No matter what you're doing, whether it's uh, a school year, whether it's with work, with a project, uh, in sports, you're always told to finish strong. And it's very hard to do that in 
in a month where all the days just feel jumbled up. Because me as a salaried employee and anyone out there with salaries as well, uh, who have benefits and all these things, you can also attest to how difficult it often is to get the energy together to uh, want to work um, and you know, put your best foot forward in these last days before we go on this uh, winter break uh, in in a couple of days. So it's hard. It's hard to like to to get there, and it's hard to concentrate. So I get how easy it can be to drag, and you can also get lazy when it comes to going to the gym, to staying healthy, to staying on track to your goals. And then what ends up happening? You end up with all the other people on New Year's Eve. Or New Year's Day, who decided to make the resolution that they're going to go to the gym, and then they stop going, you know, a month or two in, and uh, at that point, going to the gym just becomes miserable because uh, now you're seeing a bunch of people you haven't seen before, and you're waiting uh, to use the machines or the weights that you want to use, and it's just a whole mess. But if you stay consistent throughout, then you know you tolerate a little bit more because you're accustomed and you're still used to going to the gym, and you're just going to deal with whatever happens and let the 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 resolutioners kind of weed themselves out as the months go by. So yes, super easy to drag at this time of the year. But I'm here to say that it's imperative to finish the year strong because when you think about it as optimistic as we are about the dawn of a new year and the calendar, you know, changing from 2023 to 2024 and seeing that January 1st date and all the promises that brings, the reality is that all it's, all that's happening is going from a Monday to a Tuesday and you're coming back from break and you're starting off and, you know, it's a lot of the same kind of things. You can tell yourself that new things are going to be happening, but in reality, you're just kind of flipping the calendar over and life is going to continue as it goes. So you got to just power through that idea and sure, be optimistic, make your resolutions, but maybe don't always just make New Year's resolutions. You can make resolutions in the middle of the year. Uh, in at any point of your life and start working towards those things. Uh, a lot of people always say, you know, I'm going to leave this till Monday. I'm going to leave this till uh, in the, the beginning of the week. When in reality, you're just doing yourself a disservice by not starting said thing when you're thinking about it, doing it already. So I would say, man, just try to finish the year strong and, you know, stay consistent with your routine and what you've been up to, what you've been doing to progress and uh, and and work on yourself because when you get out of that routine, then that's often what can help lead to these seasonal depressions and um, these feelings of being having to fight, you know, things and questioning where you are in your life and and all that. So there's a lot of difficulties uh, in this period of the year, and through that, you know, things like over drinking and losing sleep. And, uh, you know, maybe feeling like uh, the amount of time you're spending with your loved ones, depending on your relationships with them, is just kind of overbearing to you. Uh, you know, all these things can just turn into this massive stress ball that just completely starts to weigh you down. Um, so just make sure you're consistent and that you're uh, steady and constantly working on things throughout the year and not, and you know, finishing strong uh, to make sure that you start the new year uh, on the same foot uh, that you ended the previous year on too. Okay, so moving on from that, let's get into another song here. Uh, we got Feliz Navidad at number one, Christmas and Hollis at number, sorry, at number 10. 
and Christmas and Hollis at number nine. All right, now we're gonna go with a little more, you know, something a little more traditional, something a little more old school, uh, and just a song that just brings me joy, just makes me happy to hear. It's one of the songs that um, just puts me at ease. It's I imagine myself just fixing my tree up and putting all the ornaments on it with this song playing uh, in the background. And that song, of course, is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Um, so uh, it's just one of those songs, man. It just puts you in that mood. It just uh, makes you feel like the holiday is really, really here. So uh, without further ado, here is uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Have yourself a merry little Christmas Let your heart be light Next year all our troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a merry little Make the Yuletide gay Next year all our troubles Will be miles away Once again as in olden days Happy golden days of your faithful friends who were dear to us will be near to us once more. The holidays are always a time when uh, you get to look back at previous years and uh, look back at the the memories, the pictures that you have with your loved ones. Uh, family, friends, etc. And uh, you often see that as the years go by, those the, the amount of people in those pictures start to let become less and less. And whether that's because people moved away or just, you know, things happen and you no longer speak to certain people or whatever the case may be, um, oftentimes you you just don't have the same amount of people around you during these periods. And sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes you, you know, the circle keeps growing and you're inviting more people and more people are coming into your life. And, you know, there's a beauty both ways. But I don't know about you guys, uh, but you ever just get like memories on like Snapchat or Instagram or uh, Facebook or whatever. And it's just like, this is what you did a year ago or two or three years ago. And then you look at the picture and it's like you with like your ex-girlfriend that you fucking hate. I'm not saying this is me, but speaking in general or, uh, you know, there's people there that, you know, you used to talk to that for whatever reason you no longer speak to. And uh, this makes you a little bit sad. Um, So these things can trigger a lot of memories and then you can end up one year, you know, being with the love of your life, someone that you truly care for, um, who you thought you'd have a future with. And then the very next year, they're not in the pictures anymore and they're not in your picture anymore. And that could be a very difficult thing, uh, especially if you're someone who was struggling to get over a previous relationship as well. So 
when that happens, I mean, these feelings are natural and you can't really stop yourself from reminiscing and having some nostalgic feelings of what once was. But when that happens, just don't spiral down. And I think it's important for us to have perspective of the people around us and who we still have, who is still in our lives and what we can do to put ourselves in a position to, you know, get back up on that pony and find somebody else. Uh, so definitely don't weigh yourself down. Don't be too hard on yourself for those situations. Life happens, things happen, people change, and often relationships fade like the seasons. So it is what it is, is essentially the advice that I would give there. And uh, just you have to find a way to move on and uh, just have perspective on uh, all the positive things that you have in your life. And along with that, too, I would definitely say that, uh, and this is super cheesy and super fucking corny, uh, but, you know, the end of one thing always opens or the, I don't know, what what am I saying here? The, the closing of one door always opens an avenue for a new one. I don't even know if that's a real thing that I just said, but I think you guys know what I'm saying. Every opportunity that fails leads to an opportunity that Maybe better for you. Cool. Maybe that's where I was trying to get at. Fine. I don't. I don't know how. I thought I was gonna say some shit there, and I ended up saying almost nothing, but a lot at the same time. Um, so be positive. Take that positivity about you know new new prospects of a new year and uh, meeting new people, um, and you know leave that shit behind you. If they weren't for you, they weren't for you. Okay, cool. Got that relationship stuff out of the way. All right, let's get back into another song here. Uh, number seven. This one, it, this is a really, I just want to say, this is a really, really difficult list to make because there's so many songs that are going to be omitted that I, that I love, to be honest. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to like not pick some of these, but you know what? I got to do it. I decided myself that I was making a top 10 list. All right, so here we go. Um, I'm going to go with number seven, another classic, uh, another, another one that just puts me in a just great spirits. Uh, and that's going to be rocking around the Christmas tree. This might be a little too low on the list. I might regret this later on, but for now, we're going to go with here at seven. All right, number seven, rocking around the Christmas tree. Rocking around. Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop Mistletoe hung where you can see Every couple tries to stop Rocking around the Christmas tree Let the Christmas spirit ring Later we'll have some pumpkin pie And we'll do some caroling
All right. The next thing that happens, I think, is super difficult to kind of avoid. Um, but oftentimes, the holidays means that we're going to be eating a lot, a lot more than we're used to. And uh, I commend the people who try to go through like diets during this period of time because this is very, very difficult. Um, nothing says, uh, you know, family and bringing people together like a big ass plate of just all the Christmas and Thanksgiving greats. So it's very difficult to avoid uh, overeating in this uh, period of the year. And the thing is that oftentimes when we overeat, we're kind of, if we're not staying balanced and uh, continuing to work out and do all these things, then this can easily bring our energy levels down and make us feel a little self-conscious, feel maybe a little bit bloated. And you know what? I am no one to ever stop someone from doing what makes them happy and uh, from eating the foods that, uh, that they love to eat, especially during this time of year. We all deserve it. We've all been through shit throughout the year. You know, why not end the year feasting like kings and queens? But sometimes we overdo it. And I definitely feel that way. You know, I'll just kind of have a thousand meals, a potluck at work, uh, Thanksgiving dinner here, Thanksgiving dinner there, uh, multiple Christmas dinners, um, a bunch of sweets, you know, cookies and uh, like pies and all these things. And it's it's hard. And then you end up, you know, that's why you end up January 1st at the gym and there's 47,000 people there you haven't seen before. Uh, hogging up the squat racks. So it's something that's difficult to to manage. And I'm not saying that it directly uh, is related to your seasonal blues. This is just part of you know the territory when it comes to celebrating the holidays. But I think that if you do have a lot of things co- you know going on and you do feel stressed, overeating definitely does not really help uh, your, your case at all. Um, and overeating often leads to overdrinking and overdrinking and overeating together. You're just doing yourself a disservice and you're kind of maybe ending the year in a way that uh, just kind of trashes some of the progress that you made uh, throughout the year to achieve some of your fitness goals. And so this one, again, you know, it's just something to be on the lookout for and something to to think about during this period of time so that you stay consistent. And, you know, January 1st, you still feel and look as good as, uh, you know, you you did in the summer months when we were working on our summer bods and hot boy, hot girl summer and all that. So, yeah, you know, just watch how much we you eat at some point. Maybe don't have like three cupcakes, maybe have like two or one and a half. I don't know, man. It's hard. That, that one's hard for everybody, to be honest, but it is what it is. Nothing really f- like fills a lot of us or fills our heart. Literally, it, well, food literally does fill us, but a lot doesn't really fill our hearts like some delicious, delicious food. Um, but segue, uh, learn to say no. <laughs> that doesn't always just mean to food, but I think that one of the points I made earlier was that we have so much going on and there's a family event here and family event there and everyone wants to get together and plan things and New Year's Eve and, you know, whatever else. I think that one of the hardest things that people struggle with is just being able to to say no. And I think that once you're able to say no, 
you'll avoid overscheduling yourself, you'll avoid burning yourself out, and you know, avoiding those emotional breakdowns. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the show, if you haven't seen The Bear, please watch it. I I think I've talked about The Bear, and if I haven't, we're definitely going to talk about it in future episodes because we have a couple like in the biz episodes coming up. But if you watch The Bear and you watch the, uh, the Seven Fishes episode, I'm not going to spoil too much about it, but you see the culmination of just pure stress in a family. And when there's just tension all around and someone's just tired from slaving away and cooking and hosting the party and just completely overscheduling themselves to uh, make something happen for a bunch of people who just have a bunch of tension with each other and just are at you know the end uh, with each other. So crazy episode. Um, if you have a crazy family and you know want to feel like maybe it's not as crazy as you thought it was, watch that episode and maybe it'll make you feel like your family is actually kind of normal. Um, so learn to say no, definitely. All right, going on to uh, the list again here. We're at number six. Let's recap so far. We have Feliz Navidad at number 10, Christmas and Hollis at number nine, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas at number eight, at seven, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. All right, at number six, this is this one's an epic. This one, uh, you don't really hear on the radio very often, but it's all over commercials. It's in a bunch of movies you've watched, and it's just something epic about this song. Um, and it, it just makes it feel Christmassy. But like in a really cool way. And I don't even think that makes sense what I'm saying. But to me, it makes sense. Okay. And uh, I, this song was also parodied, um, I think, by Burger King. Like years, like when I was growing up. I'm really dating myself right now. But it was like the ding, fries are done, ding. Whatever. It wasn't even Burger King. It was just like a whatever. Off topic. Anyway, Carol of the Bells. Yes. Yes. You maybe don't even know that it's called this song. But you've definitely heard it. So at number six, Carol of the Bells. I hate this list already because I hate the order, but we're going through it. We're powering through it. Number six, Carol of the Bells. One of the most difficult things that I face every year, Christmas-wise, is figuring out what the hell to get the people in my family. I'm sure I'm not the only one with this. Number one, I hate going to the malls and shopping. Hate it. So nah, you're not going to catch me out there. 
Amazon, Amazon Prime, uh, ASOS, Zara, whatever. I'll order from there um, or, you know, if they have requests. But every year I ask them for like just a list of things that, that they want. And I, and I just, I get like, I get nothing out of, out of these lists. And it's just so difficult every single year. So the point where I wish they were just kids that I could just like, Hey, what show are you watching? I'll just get you a toy or something. You know, I, I'm usually pretty good when it comes to like thoughtful gifts, but I need to like know you a little bit better. And I have to have like an idea of what like your current interests are and you know, what's thoughtful to you. I don't want to just get things for the sake of getting it. You know, I don't want to just get my mom a throw pillow because the couch looks empty. You know, I want to get like stuff that, that they enjoy, but it's just so difficult. And that's one of the things that makes everything stressful because it's December 20th and I haven't bought any gifts and I need to do that. And I might do that after this podcast is over or tomorrow, but I need to start buying things and putting them under the tree. I also suck at wrapping gifts. So that's another thing. It's like, I have to ask my sister to wrap my mom's gift and my mom to wrap my sister's gift. And it's like an extra step in the process um that just i hate doing um but yeah every year this is just like the thing that i come into and um luckily like everything else is going pretty well work is fine and uh nothing's really weighing me or stressing me down so i feel like i have the energy to go you know and buy these gifts and maybe think about a little bit more than in previous years but man imagine the situation where like you have a thousand things to to think about if you're like a procrastinator like me and then here you are december 20th and you haven't bought any gifts it, it happens and like that's one of the things that's stressing me out at the moment and why i have more gray hairs than i like to admit so maybe just be like a better planner <laughs> maybe don't procrastinate like i do um because now you end up in a situation like I'm in right now, or like as I'm speaking, I'm thinking about what the hell to get my sister and my mom and my nieces and my nephew. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's not, it's not ideal. Yeah. Learn from me. Um, I, I hope that by the time you listen to this, that you've already bought the stuff you need to buy. Because uh, this ain't it. This, this ain't it. So start buying those gifts. Avoid the stress of having to go to Dolphin Mall or or any of these crowded malls and like, you know, finding parking and waiting in a thousand lines and like dealing. And another thing too, man, like people who work retail during this time of the year, they they deserve everything. Truly, they, they do. That shit sucks. I've never done it, but I've been to enough stores during this time of the year to know that that it's, it's just awful. It's just not a, not a place you want to be at. And as much as I love the Christmas music, I think the constant every single day of listening to Christmas music would also drive me off the fucking wall. Cool. All right. So let's get back into the list here at number five. Um, all right. It's getting, this is getting really, really difficult at this point. I, I hate this list as some because of again because of how I've ordered everything, but at number five, I'm gonna go. And this is off the top of the dome. I again, um, I'm gonna go with a song that's just been in my head a lot lately. Um, maybe it's just like bias. Maybe a year from now, this wouldn't even be in my top ten. But because of the recency bias and how often this song is just like circulating in my brain, 
I'm gonna go with Sleigh Ride, which is another song that you may not know the, like, that is, this is the title of the song, but once you hear it, oh, you'll know. You will know. Okay, so number five, Sleigh Ride. <laughs> enough people in our lives that have known us for a long time maybe you have a lot of high school friends that you know you still talk to to this day or you're meeting new people now but the more we get to know each other the more we start to understand our backgrounds and where we come from and our family situations and what that's all like and i think this opera this time of the year offers an opportunity for people to lend out a helping hand if you know that you have friends that uh, maybe don't have as big a family that, you know, struggle during this time of the year. It may be time to just invite them over to your stuff, you know, and, and have them share time with you and your family and just help them feel welcomed. Um, I know in the past, uh, you know, I've spent Christmas with, you know, some of my friends' families as well, or at least Christmas Day. And it's definitely a very fulfilling part of uh, my life. Um, I'm a little sad too, because, you know, the older that we get, uh, the more people start to move away. And because of that, uh, we find ourselves in situations where we're no longer doing the same like Christmas exchanges, the same, you know, uh, like white elephant Christmases and all these gatherings that used to be tradition within me and my friend group. Um, even as far as like Friendsgiving, um, that it, we've kind of struggled to put that together uh, recently as well, too. And of course, everyone's situation is very unique, but these are things that once you, become accustomed to them and there's tradition, uh, it becomes very difficult when you start to see these traditions begin to fade. Um, so in this time, and if you know people around you that struggle during this period of the year, they're just going through a hard time and could really use like a pick me up. It may be the opportunity to, you know, invite them over, uh, and, and, have them there for Nochebuena or for Christmas Day. Watch some basketball together. This year, some football. Yeah, baby, football. Christmas Day. I'm I'm here. I'm digging. I'm ready for it. Um, and of course, you know, great slate of basketball. Exchange gifts with them. You know, maybe have something for them and ask them to bring something over. You know, to to share at the dinner table. Yeah, you know it. It's it's pretty easy to do. I think the the easiest thing that we can do uh, 
in this life as humans is to just be nice to somebody. Um, and I think that oftentimes, like, we don't realize how easy it is to just make someone's day and brighten someone's life by um, just showing them things that maybe they aren't accustomed to that, you know, they didn't realize was a, a possibility for them. So be on the lookout for your loved ones, for those people, and make sure that, you know, you're bringing them in and making them feel um, like they have a family outside of their blood family. All right. Let's get back into this list. We are officially, uh, you know, at number four here. Um, again, controversial list to say the least. Uh, but this song, this song I know has to be up here 100%. And it's a specific version of this song. At number four, a classic, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Now, not the OG one, not the Rudolph the Red, no, 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 no. I'm talking about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer as sang by DMX. And if you haven't heard this, you are so welcome for what I am about to bless your ears with. So at number four, the DMX version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Had a very shiny nose uh, And if you ever saw him You would even say it close Come on! Come on! All of the other reindeer Used to laugh and call him names They never let poor Rudolph Join any reindeer games Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Come on! Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you ride my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeers loved him, and they shouted out weekly, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, you go down to history forever, you go down to history forever, you go down to history. What? So the end of the year always uh, gives us opportunities to not just have perspective on us, but have perspective on our relationships with those around us and really see how far particular situations have come. And it's a great time where if you feel like you're dissatisfied with what's going on um, and how you, you know, what's going on in your life, look around to those uh, that have really helped you throughout the year and maybe spend a little bit of extra time on them and give them something thoughtful and you know of, of course there's more to friendship than gifting things to people but oftentimes friends don't even expect gifts from one another so if you find yourself in a situation where you have the ability to say thanks to someone um in a creative and thoughtful way spend that time and, and and do it it's super important i think that one of the most fulfilling things that we can do as people is to give back um to those and you know, and it's not even just about those that um, that are in our circle that, you know, that we know personally. Giving back to the community, to people, to uh, people who need help, who are less fortunate than you and I are. Uh, just volunteering. This is a great time to give back. And there's plenty of places that you can go, whether it's uh, volunteering at a food shelter or uh, at a toy drive. Uh, I, one of the One of the cool things that um, we did, um, earlier this month and I just, I just love it. One of the, I, I love building like new communities, right. And having like different sets of friends for different sets of things. And, uh, you know, I, anybody who knows me knows that I love, um, Arsenal 
FC is my ride or die, my 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 football club. I fucking love that club, and uh, we have a nice little community of 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 people uh, down here in the city um, that we have a group chat and we get together for games and it's really positive and it's cool to meet all these different people who share this one common interest. Um, and the other day we all got together for a big game at the bar, shout out uh, the bar in Geralda uh, in Coral Gables, one of my go-to spots, the official Arsenal bar of the Miami Gooners. Yes. Um, and uh, we got together to get as a community to uh, bring a bunch of like toys for uh, Nicholas um, Children's Hospital. And all these toys are, you know, going to get donated to kids uh, who who maybe, you know, are going through some things right now. And just going into a store and buying gifts for someone who I'll never probably meet. Like there's just something that was that feels really cool about that and just feels like fulfilling. And, you know, oftentimes I think people struggle to like share uh, you know, how they feel when they volunteer because they feel like, oh, well, it's not about me. And, and it's true. It's not about us. It's about helping other people. But I think that there's like just a, an inherent feeling that we all have, um, of just wanting to feel good. And oftentimes that can happen through just volunteering, sharing, giving things away. And um, just kind of going through that whole process. So find time this year to, you know, give back to someone that you care for or give back to the community. And I promise you that once you do that, you will feel a lot better about your situation. Even if you feel lonely, if you feel like you have nobody, these are the moments when uh, you can really show others that you're there for them, that you love them, that you appreciate everything that they do for you. So in this month of December, Give some gifts away. Go help the community. Go give turkeys out in the hood like Marshawn Lynch. Do what you got to do. All right. Going back into the list, we are officially in the top three, baby. Top three. All right. This is this is difficult. Now, I know my number one and two were a lock from the start. Number three is hard. And three is very, very hard. A lot of choices to go uh, with here. I'm looking at a list of some of my favorites. Um... And at number three, I think I'm going to go, man, I'm going to go with, Santa Claus is coming to town. I hate this choice. I hate it. It's a good song, but it shouldn't be three. No, I like, that's like my. Yeah, yeah, no, that shouldn't be three. But you know what? We're here. I'm not going to rearrange this. Number three, Santa Claus is coming to town. I really love the Jackson 5 version of this. Um, and yeah, it just gets me up in my spirits and uh, makes me feel like old St. Nick is coming to town. So at number three, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Checking it twice Gonna find out who's naughty and nice 
So even though I'm 30, I don't feel 30. I feel like I'm a 16-year-old boy sometimes, uh, especially when I'm drinking. When I'm drunk, I'm, I'm basically a baby. Uh, but I think that one thing that we don't talk about is uh, as we're growing up, there's a point where the dynamic of Christmas starts to change. Of course, as we're kids, we love to receive and we're excited about what's under the Christmas tree that's for me. And um, and I think at some point, without really any kind of warning or whatever, that dynamic shifts and it no longer is about like what you're receiving, but what you're able to give. And the excitement now comes from what you're able to give other people. Um, if you haven't realized that at this point, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, maybe your situation is different and you still get like really cool, like gifts under the tree. I don't know. I'm sure there are people out there who really get, you know, cool stuff and whatever. Uh, but you have to learn to just be appreciative, you know, that someone went out of their way and got you things. Um, whether it's something that's useful to you or not, doesn't matter. Last year, my mom, I love her, love my mom, obviously, got me something that honestly, I never would have like, imagined i like buying um as a christmas present but she wrapped she gave me an umbrella for christmas uh, one of my it wasn't the only thing she gave me but she gave me an umbrella for christmas and if you've ever seen an umbrella wrapped under a christmas tree it's very obviously an umbrella like it, i mean you see the hook and everything and uh honestly like that's been one of the most useful things i've been given in a long time and so shout out to moms who were out there buying shower curtains and floor mats and, you know, all the stuff that you often forget that you need to like replace and buy. But that's, you know, part of what moms do, man, is they got your back. So my mom got me an umbrella and, you know, I laughed. I was like, this is this is a funny gift. But hey, I use it in the back of my car. It's been very, very handy for me in a year that's rained a lot in a month that's rained a lot, too. I've used it even this month, too. So. I think you have to shift your perspective on things during Christmas time and find a way to, uh, you know, figure it out and do what you had to do uh, to make someone else's day and make someone else feel happy um, with what you are able to gift them. If you have nieces and nephews, if you have kids, then man, you that that dynamic happens in an instant. Because now it's not about you. Now it's about like the joy that you see these kids have, um, you know, when they open up the Christmas presents and whatnot. Because it, it takes you back to to when you were their age and you woke up, uh, you know, on Christmas morning or stayed up till midnight and opened a bunch of gifts. Um, it's pretty awesome, man. Um, you know, I, I I think at some point you you get to the point where like the joy of others is is maybe even feels even more important than like your own joy. Which isn't always very true, but in this situation on Christmas Day, man, uh, it you just gotta shift that perspective and um, you know find uh, the beauty in being able to uh, to give rather than uh, to receive. And uh, so here we are. We're almost at the end of the episode now, and we are arriving at our final two songs. These two songs were the were the two locks that I had um, the entire time. Um, number two and number one. And number two, iconic song. Um, I think now our generation correlates this song with one specific scene in one specific movie. I'm talking, of course, about Regina George and the gang. Jingle Bell Rock and the iconic dance with Amy Poehler playing the cool mom. 
just filming, you know, and doing the dance moves and everything. I just love that movie. Great, great movie. But Jingle Bell Rock is just, it's just a classic. Just one of the best, one of the best ever done. And, you know, now that we get that song to kind of correlate it with, or the movie, the scene, you know, it makes it even better. So uh, at number two, Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Snowing and blowing up bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells chime and jingle bell time. Dancing and prancing in jingle bell square. In the frosty air, what a bright time. It's the right time to rock the night away. Jingle bell time is a swell time to go gliding in the one horse sleigh. Giddy up, jingle horse, pick up your feet. Jingle up around the clock. Mix and a mingle. So here we are arriving at the uh, very tail end of the After the Storm Christmas Holiday Blues special. And I think we've covered pretty much everything that you could cover. Um, well, to some degree, in a condensed degree, um, when it comes to the holiday blues and how to manage them and how to uh, just avoid it, finding yourself in that funk. And so at this point, man, I just want to say that this period of the year is just it's a it's a time to, you know, really just find all the good, find the joy in life and uh be happy that you get to wake up and um breathe and, you know, get to do the things that you get to do if you you know, got a job, you know, be thankful that you have a job. Um if you have a shelter, if you have a roof above your head, be, you know, thankful for that. Uh, the things we take for granted. Um, this is the time, the place, the year, the people that we take for granted. This is the time, the place, and the year to to really let it all be known of how appreciative and how thankful we are for all of these things. Um, and with that being said, go outside. Go outside. It the weather is beautiful for once. If you if you live in Miami, you're from Miami. You know we don't get this kind of weather all the time. Right now it's gorgeous. Put on that winter, you know, those those Uggs and that, that winter clothing that you've been hiding in the back of your closet for, for some time now. 
Um, and just go enjoy being outside, man. There's nothing like uh, being outside when you're going through a funk. Go, go for a walk. Put yourself in environments that are going to make you happy. There's a bunch of Christmas pop-up bars and whatnot, you know, throughout the city. Uh, put yourself in those situations. And I promise you, man, there, there's nothing like being out, you know, and uh, being in an ugly Christmas sweater with your little Santa hat on and having like a eggnog old fashioned or whatever it may be uh, as Christmas music plays in the background. And oh, look, there goes the Grinch and there's Santa Claus and a couple elves. And, um, you know, and, oh, look, there's, you know, Buddy the Elf uh, on, the, on the TV and uh, Elf on the Shelf. The whole thing, man. There's just there's a lot of cool things that come with Christmas that just... Uh, Give us reason to be positive and to be happy. So put yourself in the situations and in those environments. Um, you can start to really embrace and, you know, uh, feel like you're part of, uh, you know, the, the, the whole Christmas experience and, the, you know, you're enjoying the Christmas spirit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know what more there is to be said <laughs> if you made it this far and, uh, you know, uh, have taken anything away from this episode happy to have been able to help with all that um but i just want to say as always man from the bottom of my heart appreciate you guys if you're you know along the ride along for this journey with me um i love doing this little podcast uh and just kind of doing it in my own terms my own schedule so that's why we're not getting weekly episodes too much stress to do that man you know just when i'm feeling inspired uh you know we'll throw something out there um and you know, this is, uh, this is season three, season three, which is a little more free with it. Um, so just Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, you know, and I hope that you get to enjoy this time with your loved ones. And if this is a difficult period for you, then, you know, just uh, just be positive because better days are ahead. I know it's, you know, sometimes the road is dark and it doesn't always feel like that. But, um, you know, definitely know that brighter days are ahead for uh, you and yours. So before we sign off for this episode, of course, we have one piece of business to make. Well, before we get into that, let me actually, because I did say this, let me talk about a couple songs that I hate. Maybe not hate, but a couple songs that I just like, I'm not, I don't, I don't care for when it comes to, uh, you know, Christmas music and whatnot. Um, number one, this is going to be a spicy one, especially for my people in Miami. I don't hate this song. I don't. I think... What I don't like about it is what Power 96 has done for this song and this whole situation and whatnot. Mi burrito sabanero, okay? It's, just, it's not for me. Mind you, I heard it at my holiday party last night. I was a couple drinks in, some tequilas in, and the hit. The song was good. I was digging it, you know, and Latino and all that. Cool, sick. It's just not my thing. I like the OGs, I like the classics, I like the have yourself a merry little. I like that kind of stuff. You know, this is that's that's more me. So that one, you know, I could I could do with that that one. Um, Frosty the Snowman. How about Frosty the Nomad? Yeah, not not for me. Maybe if Frosty had the kind of remix that like Rudolph. The Red Nose Reindeer has like a, like a DMX version. Maybe I'd like that a little bit more too, um, but not just just not my thing. Um, and oh, oh, this one, man. Um, 
hate this song. I I I actually I actually do hate this song. Uh this song is uh I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. What is that? What does the the voice is annoying? I don't I don't know who's behind that song. I don't know who produced that song. But I don't like you. Okay? I don't. I don't know what that what that is. I don't I don't know anyone. I don't know a single person who like likes that song or that like puts that like unironically into a like their Christmas present present uh, playlist so yeah uh, i'm sure there's a couple more that i'm missing but those three specifically yeah not for me uh you can keep those keep those um i'll also say favorite christmas movie um got a couple uh of course can't go wrong with elf can't go wrong with uh how the grinch stole christmas we'll say underrated one jingle all the way arnold schwarzenegger turbo man if you remember that one some of you guys probably forgot about that movie but yes Schwarzenegger, Jingle All The Way, good, good movie, um, pretty up there. All right, so let's get into this final piece of business. We are down to our final song. Uh, and so before we uh, get there, let's uh, quickly recap the list that I have already said multiple times that I hate and I'm not happy with, but we kind of did this um, just spontaneously i didn't really write this list down i was kind of doing it as i went looking through a list here but anyway number 10 feliz navidad number nine christmas and hollis eight have yourself a merry little christmas number seven rocking around the christmas tree number six carol of the bells number five sleigh ride number four rudolph the red-nosed reindeer the dmx version number three santa claus is coming to town number two jingle bell rocks or jingle bell yeah jingle bell rock not rocks and at number one, it's time. Of course. Come on. It had to be. It had to be the song. It had to be Mariah. Queen Mariah herself as she defrosts on, uh, on November 30th every year to come back and, you know, do her, uh, one night with Mariah in New York concert and, you know, see the shit on, on, Christmas Day and yeah, listen, it has to be all I want for Christmas is you. Say what you want, but when this song when this song hits the first time of the year, you don't listen to the song at all throughout the year. But when it when it hits for the first time right around Christmas season, that to me is when Christmas hits. You know how they like the whole Groundhog Day, like if the Groundhog sees like his shadow, um, then there's like two more, three more days of, or a week more of winter, whatever that myth is. For me, that's how I feel about like Mariah. I'm like, if I don't hear that song, then like, it's not Christmas season yet. It could be December 26th. But if I didn't hear that song, then Christmas never happened. Okay. So at number one, all I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. So love y'all. Be easy. Happy holidays. Enjoy with all your loved ones. Um, I will be around and uh, excited. Maybe an episode before the end of the year. Maybe not. We'll figure it out. Peace and love. Love y'all. And uh, like and subscribe to the uh, podcast. All right. Peace out. don't want a lot for Christmas.
make my wish come true. 